You're listening to Wait On Purpose Podcast, the show for single women who want to overcome emotional discomfort with being single, understand the fear of being alone, and transform it to self-love while celebrating this season with joy, purpose, and passion. Each week, we'll explore topics on how to optimize your season of singleness and become who you want to attract. Now, here's your host, Tracy Noel, the introverted empath. Well, hello, loves. This is your girlfriend, Tracy, and I just want to say I hope this podcast reaches you in good spirits and good health and prosperity and abundance. I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of Wait on Purpose, the podcast, episode number nine. And, you know, I made this podcast, I created this podcast, FUBU. Yep, I'm bringing back the 90s and I'm saying FUBU. By the way, is it me or do only crackheads wear FUBU now? What happened? That's <laughs> why we do why we do FUBU like that. That is a company owned by a black man, although he's a millionaire. He probably can care less if we're buying it or not, but that's all I see rocking at now. Remember Platinum Fubu and he had like the fat Albert, like those were some really nice threads. Why we, st- why we stop rocking that man stuff? <laughs> but I'm getting off the subject. I'm totally getting off the subject. But this podcast is for us, by us, and us. I mean, single women. Single women who are strategically optimizing our season of singleness by really building our queendom and reusing the stones and the dirt thrown by um, others. And we're building our queendoms and we are really healing and doing the hard work and we're growing and we are becoming who we want to attract yes so the last few episodes have mainly been about um, just kind of introducing the podcast um, and interviewing some really um, people who I really admire and look up to that are optimizing their season of singleness. Um, And the last two subjects has really been going deep into what I want this podcast to be about, the topics that I think that are important for single women to really, really um, dive in and kind of examine in their own lives so you know we talked about divine feminine divine masculine um, and just finding that balance between those two energies within our life but more so the divine feminine which is more like a you know of a surrendering being type of energy Um, and then of course we talked about those soul ties and how powerful that stronghold can be on us, how it can affect not only our relationships, but just how we show up in the world. 
um, and especially as single women, it's extremely, extremely important to break free from those soul ties that does not serve us or our higher good. Today, I want to talk about when we are going through another season in our lives or when we are going to a new level in our lives, you know, there's this sound that we hear. It's a very abrupt, very loud, sometimes surprising sound that may hurt us so deeply. Um, It may make us question ourselves, our worth, right? Make us feel discouraged, inadequate, unworthy. It may even make us lose hope and faith and question God. And the sound that I'm referring to is the sound when God closes a door. And that door may have shut after we have prayed for it. We hoped for it. We affirmed it. We visualized it. We even studied for it. And we really, really expected to walk through that door. So when it closes, we get so discouraged and it breaks us so deeply. Because first off, we don't understand why it's happening. And then we may even misinterpret it as something being wrong with us. So I want to share this quote by Thomas Carlyle. And it goes... When the oak tree falls, the whole forest echoes with its fall. But a hundred acorns are sown in silence by an unnoticed breeze. Let me repeat that. When the oak tree falls, the whole forest echoes with its fall. But a hundred acorns are sown in silence by an unnoticed breeze. I love that quote so much because it describes the power, the power that happens when God closes a door. Because there are open windows, right? There are open windows and other opportunities and other doors that we are not even aware of that we probably can never even fathom that will go in our favor that will by far be better than the than the closed door and so it just goes to show that there is a or everything, good or bad, works together for our good. And we may not get the promotion that we wanted. We may not get the job. We may not even get that relationship that we were hoping and praying for, hoping that it'll work out. Or when people reject our ideas or think, Um, or things that we create but something that I'm learning is that God knows in advance 
where we would have been led if we received or if we would have walked through that door. He knows in advance. We don't understand it. It may be revealed to us at a later time, maybe not, but he knows where that door would have led us had we walked through it. And it could have been just the wrong time. God has something bigger and better for you. And walking through a specific door may limit you or may bring on some type of commitment that may hinder the true opportunity or the true person that God has for you. So I'm here to remind you that the person that rejected you or that opportunity you wanted but you did not get was not meant for you. And you know, we only like to celebrate open doors, right? We love to celebrate the open doors. We love to celebrate when we get yeses. But can we celebrate when the answer is no? Can we celebrate when the door closes and shuts in our face? Can we trust that and celebrate that as well? I know you like, no, I don't want to celebrate that. If I don't get the job, I can't feed my family, right? Or if I don't get that relationship that I really was hoping for, then <laughs> I don't feel loved or wanted. So no, it hurts. And yes, it does hurt. But can you trust that it was a reason why it didn't work out the way you thought it was going to work out? Can you trust that? I know for me, nope, I couldn't trust it. There are times when a door was slammed in my face or a man will reject me and I will force, I will force it, right? I will like be pick locking the door. Hold on, wait a minute, this door just closed in my face. Hold on, let me, let me get, let me pick lock this door. Let's see what's on the other side of this. And then you know what? After all the time that I forced it, pick locked the door that was closed for real, for a reason. Once I get behind that door, <laughs> nothing but pain, hurt, stress. And it's worse than what I was. The, it was worse than if I would have just stayed on the other side of the door. So sometimes God is protecting us from a situation or circumstance that he know we can't either handle or that he just does not want us to go through. It's something that's not going to build the character or the person that he wants us to grow into. And we have to trust that and not try to pick lock the door. Because one thing that I do know, one thing that I know for sure from experience is that if God wants a door open for you, baby, he'll knock it off the hinges. Knock it off the hinges and there's nothing that the enemy or any dark or evil force can do. No one, no man can do anything to close it. 
no man can do anything to close it. When God is telling you yes or not right now, when a man tells you no, you can learn not to take that personal. We have to just trust right then and there and celebrate and praise God in the hallway and ask God, what are you protecting me from? What am I learning through this closed door? Some doors are beyond our control, right? And there are doors that our intuition and our spirit of discernment is screaming or sometimes whispering, don't walk through that door. I said, don't walk through that door. And don't you know how you... (laughs) How you pull a doorknob trying to close it and someone is trying to open it on the other side and y'all going back and forth, tugging back and forth on the door. That was me and God. You know, he trying to close the door. I'm on the other side trying to open it. Like, you're going to open this door. Open the door. And God said, girl, I just said no. I said, close the door, and we going back and forth. And what happens when you're tugging back and forth with all of your strength and the person on the other side lets go of the door? It sends you flying on your ass, right? You fly back and fall on your ass. And sometimes that's what God has to do. He has to release the door. Okay, now, okay, you know what? This chick thinks she know everything. Let me release this door and let her fall back on her ass. And it hurts. It hurts. (laughs) When we don't trust a closed door, it hurts. Right? So. God knows when something is just not right about a, a specific person or about this opportunity. And we don't. We don't. And sometimes we have to learn the lesson the hard way. Because like I said, God may be protecting us from an environment that we're not equipped to handle. But when we're hard ahead, we have to go through some really hard lessons that may really leave us scarred because we didn't trust our tuition. So the topics that I come up with are things that I've had to overcome, things that I am still overcoming because this is still my journey as a single woman. Um, The topics are also things that I tap into with my clients as a life coach. And just some of the things that I just talk about with my people off the strength, right? We have these conversations and rejection was one of the things that came up. So one thing that I feel we as single women really need to possess we really need to have this not only as single women but as married women but as as mothers as daughters as friends as sisters as bosses as employees we need to have self-confidence do you agree and to be self-confident is to be secure in yourself and your abilities However, there is something that can really get in the way of that and prevent us from fully showing up in this world, and that is rejection or the fear of it. And this has been 
by far one of the biggest growth areas for me and it's something that I'm still growing through and let me just say as much as I have dealt with rejection throughout uh, my life whether it was me doing the rejecting or me being rejected I feel like I'm dealing with it now on a whole new level why? Because I have been stepping outside of my comfort my comfort zones more than I have ever done in my entire life. And as I work through what God is calling me to heal from and to work through and what I'm required to work through so that I can become the next best version of myself, there is a lot of rejection that comes with growth right rejection from other people that is rejecting me because they feel I've changed or me having to reject people and things because they just don't fit into the person that I am becoming and even when I stopped smoking cigarettes and stopped smoking marijuana back in 2015 I've noticed that I went through a lot of change in order to become the person that didn't smoke. From going to smoking every day, buy me a nickel bag, right? Buy me a dime to someone who didn't smoke. That took a lot of change for me, right? I stopped hanging out. I stopped going to the clubs, going to parties, and a lot of friendships didn't survive that change. And a lot of us go through that when we grow. A lot of our a lot of our friendships and connections don't survive that growth. And it's not because you are better than them or that they're better than you. It's just that some friendships or some connections serve their purpose they serve their purpose and then it's time for you to go on to new connections so how many of us have asked for something that we wanted have you ever asked for something that you wanted yes and have you received everything you've asked for now if you've said no to that then this episode is for you because you've experienced rejection in some way, fashion, or form. I think everyone can say that because rejection exists everywhere. But what it is and where it comes from is something that I really wanted to research and kind of get into. So, you know, I researched the actual definition, which, by the way, Google has become one of my new besties like we have something special going on and no one can come between us no one (laughs) that's my crazy uh stockish girlfriend voice no but definitely my bestie but um yeah, I researched the actual definition of it. And one thing that I've noticed and one thing that I've really um, 
kind of resonated with is that is that it's not the word no or it's not when someone rejects us that scares us or makes us um feel rejected it's how it makes us feel that causes their rejection to feel so horrible um so the definition of rejection there was a few definitions one is the dismissing or refusing of a proposal or an idea right so let's talk about that because many of us have ideas and visions that we want to share with the world creativities that we want to share with the world and we want to bring them to manifestation but we are so fearful of what people are going to say what they're going to think of us people are going to reject us and why are we afraid of other people's rejection or dismissal of our ideas because that rejection to us means that we are inadequate or we are unworthy and that we are failures so we end up rejecting ourselves before we give other people the opportunity to reject us we never release our ideas and many of us go to our graves with some brilliant ideas visions and goals there's another definition the refusal of a person's affection or the spurning of a person's affection so let's talk about that because when someone refuses our affection towards them it hurts Sure, that stuff stings. And to be honest, the damage that rejection causes is usually self-inflicted. Especially when we already have this bruised or hurt or low self-esteem, rejection hurts even more because in a way, it subconsciously affirms what we already feel about ourselves. Would you agree with that? Because can't nobody break you if you don't already feel broken. And then when someone rejects us, what do we do? We start to self-criticize ourselves based on someone else's refusal of our affections toward them. Single women, you know what I'm talking about. We've had to refuse a few people, right? But we've also been refused and rejected as well. And we start thinking, okay, what's wrong with me? Why did this man reject me? Like, why doesn't he see my worth? Like, what's wrong with me? Is it this? Is it that? Maybe I need to change this. Maybe I need to do this. And then it affects us on another level because we don't give anybody else a chance. So rejection has very strong consequences in our lives. Not just the rejection, but what it brings up for us when we are rejected. And the history of rejection actually is very deep because it stems back way back in the days, right? Let's take Abel's sacrifice, right? Cain and Abel, the story in the Bible. Cain's, um, well, Abel and Cain and Abel both gave a gift, right? Abel's was accepted. Cain's gift was rejected. And we know what that led to. That hurt him so much. He became so jealous and envious and killed his own brother. 
because his contribution, because his sacrifice, because his gift was rejected. And I'm like, that really has to be painful to where you want to kill your own brother. So I wanted to see why rejection causes us so much pain. And I also discovered that in the past when, you know, we were running around in our tribes and we were hunters and gatherers and before we had Wi-Fi and all of this other glamorous stuff, being ostracized from our tribes was akin to a death sentence, right? Because we were unlikely to survive for a long time if we were by ourselves. So we developed an early warning system to alert us when we were at the risk um, for ostracism because being in the group and being part of something meant that you survived the threats that can kill you if you were by yourself right and then let's not forget about growing up and wanting to be accepted by our caregivers so we did everything right we tried to do everything right so that we can be considered a good girl or that's a good kid right and when we were when we got in trouble for doing something that we were not supposed to do it hurted us all the way up until high school trying not to be rejected by who we considered the popular kids so being accepted and approved by others is something that has been ingrained in us since the beginning of time since the beginning of time so there has also been studies that show that when doctors place people like in these functional MRI machines and ask them to recall a time when they felt they were rejected do you know that the same part of the brain was activated as the same part that um, activates when we feel physical pain So when they were recalling a time when they were rejected, when someone told them no, when a door was closed, it activated the same part of the brain that's activated when we are physically hit, when someone punches, uh, slaps us, when, you know what I'm saying? Like when we're physically in pain. That's crazy because most humans, we desire social contact. We crave acceptance from society and being rejected can really incite a really negative feeling um, in us really negative emotions and pain so when we get rejected we view it as like validation but I'm here to remind you again that rejection is not you and it's never personal. It does not define you. It does not define you. So what if we viewed rejection in another way? What if you haven't reached that place that you're trying to be that level of success, that level of influence because God is keeping you hidden until you're healed? Because maybe there are some things that are not healed within you 
that may affect those who follow you, those who are influenced by you. So God, like, now I'm not going to put you in this position yet until there are some things that are healed. So I'm, I'm going to close this door. Okay, because I need you to go through some windows first. Right? And then when you're healed from that, when you have noticed and have been akin to what rejection is, and why it's beneficial, then that will tune your eyes to see and minister to those who are also rejected. And that's why you have been rejected and had to heal from it. So that you can empathize with other people about it. And then I was thinking about this too. <laughs> what if people are rejecting you? Because doubt. This might sting a little bit, just a little. What are people who are rejecting you because you are not easy to accept? Ouch. What if you've allowed what you have been through to change you so much until no one wants to accept you because you are bitter, you are guarded, you are distrustful, you are vindictive, you are vengeful, you are mean, you are cynical. What in your past has affected you on a subconscious level that has people close to you not wanting to get close to you? That hurts, right? Your coworkers, your family, your romantic potential partner, your professional connections. Right? Maybe it's something that you need to heal. And you may be dealing with rejection just to build a part of who you are meant to be. Everything happens for our good. Let me tell you. So I was listening to a podcast episode from the Light the life coach school and she really gave me another perspective on rejection as well because like she said we do spend so much time asking ourselves what do I need to do or not do for some of us so that I don't get rejected and she stated that this is the wrong question to be answering or asking because the more you become who you were destined to be the more you become a better version of yourself, you can guarantee there are going to be people in this world that are going to reject it, reject you, ignore you, ignore it, hated it, right? Hate on you and also pretend that you don't exist. You know those people who are inspired by you, but they don't want you to know that you inspired you inspire them so they try to act like they don't see you you're going to have more of those the more you become a better version of yourself and guess what you can't control that you can only control what feelings it elicits in you once this rejection is thrown at you yes so what does it mean to you when someone rejects your ideas your creativity when someone rejects your voice, your contribution to the world, 
when you are growing and stepping outside of your comfort zone, your opinions reject your affections. What does it really mean to you when someone doesn't like you and don't want you to sit at their table? What does it mean to you? This will solely depend on your self-confidence and how you view yourself and how you look at rejection. And like I said, it is never personal. People have their own experiences, their own opinions, what they've been through. They have their own view and objective of the world. And rejecting you is never personal. It's always more about the person than it is about you. So, the only way you can prevent rejection is if you stay silent. Stay at home on the couch watching Netflix all day and hide from the world. Don't step foot outside. Matter of fact, don't step outside your comfort zone at all. In fact, continue living in fear and being a people pleaser if you want to avoid rejection. Because people can't reject you if they can't see you or if you are doing everything they want you to do and everything that they want you to say. Trust me. I've been a people pleaser, which in my opinion as well is a liar because people pleasing, people pleasers, we say yes when we want to say no. We don't set healthy boundaries. We lie to ourselves so that we can please other people. Right? And then once you start making these boundaries and and, 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 and and honoring your yeses and honoring your noes, period. Then people start rejecting you and looking at you like, okay, what's going on? But what happens if you uh, adopt an attitude? What if you adopt an attitude that I don't care if people reject me I'm still going to do me what if you live like that not caring what people think or let's say if you do care what people think because there are some people who we really really you know we respect their opinions right what if we care but it didn't matter or affect how we show up and live in our truth we care, okay, I respect that, I, I respect your opinion about me, and or not that I respect it, okay, I, I hear it, mm-hmm. I, I acknowledge it, but it don't matter. What can you get accomplished if you operated in that space? Probably a lot, because you have to be brave enough to be who you are and not reject yourself to prevent being rejected from other people, period. You have to understand that rejection comes with living your truth, your truth. Because again, everyone else has a different truth. And it's based on their experiences, their upbringing, their limited beliefs. It has nothing to do with you. Do you know how many people put their fears 
How many people put their fears on you? Subconsciously, they don't even know that they're doing it. Right? So, has nothing to do with you. And if you're going to experience rejection anyway, because we already realized and we already discovered that rejection is part of the human experience. So if you're going to be rejected, you might as well experience it doing you, doing what makes you happy, doing what you desire, doing and living in your truth. You might as well be rejected for living in your truth than be rejected for not, (laughs) point blank. And your self-confidence will soar through the roof when you are willing and open to being rejected. In fact, I challenge you to do something today that you know everyone is not going to like. And get into the habit of doing something that you love every day and sharing it with the world or sharing it with someone. Actually, a lot of people are going to reject it. And so what? There are things that you reject every day. You don't like everything. You don't accept everything. So you have to give people people that space to be to have their own opinions too. You have yours. Once you can consciously put energy into the things that only you can control and let go of the things that you can't, life would be more peaceful. Trust me. And I had to learn this the hard way. Always trying to control people's opinions about me by being something that I wasn't. That is exhausting. So you'll be better off putting your energy into things that you can control. Your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your behaviors, your beliefs, how you show up in this world, your success, who you allow in your space. These are things that you can control. And just like anyone else, you have to be overprotective over the things that you can control. And not let that be affected by other people's opinions and their ideas about you. And just think about anyone who is famous or who is influential or has this very huge platform of following. They risk public humiliation and ridicule or or ridicule um, people's opinions and criticism each time they step out on stage, each time they show up. But guess what? They do it anyways because the reward is greater than the risk of rejection. Because just as many people who don't like them, there are more people who are inspired by them. There are more people who are empowered by how bold they show up, how they shine their light, how they use how they use their gifts. in this world and that's why it's worth it to be willing to be rejected to be willing to be disliked if it's going to change just one person's life whether that's your own or just one more other person by you showing up in your truth
that's what it's worth. So forget what people say, right? Be willing to be rejected. Be willing to be disliked. You have to, you know, you, know, you don't have to go out there, you know, fishing for it. <laughs> you know? But be you unapologetically. And continue to build up your self-confidence so that when a door closes, or when someone says no, or when someone doesn't like something that you create, or someone doesn't just like you, <laughs> It doesn't mean that you are unworthy. It doesn't mean that you are inadequate. Doesn't mean any of that. That's just like, you know, apples are good. They're juicy. They're healthy. But you know what? There are some people who don't like apples. They like oranges. They they prefer oranges. They don't like apples. Does that mean that apples are are nasty? Does it mean that apples are unhealthy? No. They're gonna still be they're they're gonna still be them and be eaten by those who like them. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good uh you know example, but you know what I mean. So when people reject you, it says more about that person than it says about you. And best to believe how people, somebody told me this before, and it has resonated with my spirit since then. How people treat others, how you treat people, or how you make people feel says more about you than it does that person. So if you are a person who's going around trying to make people feel small or make people feel like they're not worthy or make people feel like they're unimportant, that says more about you than it does about the person. In fact, it says a lot about that person that you're going out of your way for trying to make feel small or invisible so you can feel better about yourself and I have never forgot that so get out there and get rejected (laughs) what's something that you can do today that you have been holding off on due to fear of failing or fear of being judged or criticized or rejected go do that go do it every day Because if you are being rejected, that means that you are living outside of your comfort zone and you are taking risk. And that should be celebrated. And one thing that I do that really helps me when I get rejected, um, if, if a door closes, if an opportunity don't go through, if whatever... I sit down and I write five things, five qualities that I know that I possess. I know that I have them. And I will sit down and I will write a sentence or a paragraph about each quality. And that makes me feel so good about myself. That I'm like, rejection who? Who who, who rejected me? Who said no? Okay, and so try that. 
try to affirm yourself every time you're every time you get rejected speak some affirmation speak some positive affirmations that you know to be true about yourself and see how that affects that rejection coming towards you and then don't try to deny it if someone rejects you or an opportunity didn't work out and it hurts don't try to pretend like it don't oh that didn't hurt oh I'm good no sit with that emotion sit with it it's okay the only way that you're going to get through it is to get through it you can't go around it there's no easy way to not feel distressed feelings so you might as well go through it okay so that's it um if you found value to this episode, please like, share, and subscribe um, so you can um, be notified when my next episode comes back out or a new episode comes out. Again, you can catch me every Thursday on iTunes, Spotify, Podchaser, CastBox, Google Play. Um, you can also go to my website as well and check out my past episodes. Um, 2020 I am going video I'm going to go ahead and jump on that bandwagon Um, but yeah so again remember you are single for a divine purpose you being single is not in vain use this season strategically to optimize and build and grow and become who you want to attract and continue to walk boldly in your divine spirit and to walk boldly in your personal power unapologetically. And until next time, love, peace, and light. Bye, love. Love this episode on Wait on Purpose? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time. See you home.